Hello, and welcome to the St. Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda Smith, founder of conscious luxury fragrance brand, St. Rose. St. Rose travels around the world, meeting fascinating creatives, artisans, and multidisciplinary experts across a range of modalities to inspire our collection. Much like the instantaneous travel through place and time that the Power of Scent awards us, our hope is that this podcast serves as an invitation to join in conversations that will transport you as we dive into intimate discussions that celebrate people, places, culture, and art. We have a very special guest here with us today. Garrett Munns is a writer and editor specializing in men's grooming, beauty, and style, as well as wellness. He's the grooming editor for Esquire and Men's Health and has held previous positions, including senior fashion editor at titles including GQ and W. Garrett is also the author of this amazing book, Self-Care for Men, How to Look Good and Feel Great, Advice on Mind, Body, and Spirit. So he's truly just a guru in all things skincare, and we are so honored to have him join us today. Garrett, welcome. Thank you for joining our discussion. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe you have a copy of my book. Thank you. Oh, it's like a Prezi for all the men in my life. I feel like <laughs> all the guys. And actually, me too. I, I get a lot of good tips from this. So oh, it's really for everybody. But the gents, I feel like, you know, I must not have been a very good sister. I feel like I didn't, didn't give them enough tips. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I mean, listen, I, I, I loved writing that book because it's like, it's supposed, I, my goal was for it to be um, very general in the sense that like anyone could get something out of it, no matter how, you know, experienced they are with self-care or not. I mean, in the general, you know, feedback that I get is that a lot of the people that are reading it are not that experienced with self-care. You know, I, I think that there's a lot in there for pretty much anyone. It's amazing. Yeah, no, and and we'll get into more, more later, but I really love that you focus so much on wellness as well as, you know, amazing skincare tips. Um, and you cut out a lot of like, you know, like kind of old school notions about men age like fine wine and it's good to look like distinguished and everything. And it's like, yeah, but you also want to age well. So like right. <laughs> wrinkles doesn't necessarily mean like distinguished. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I also think that a lot of guys, I think that's a misconception. I think a lot of guys, especially nowadays, don't necessarily want to age as much as like, you know, people think that they do. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Um, I get a lot of questions about, you know, skincare and anti-aging and Botox and all of that stuff. And I think it's like, yeah, I think ultimately the beauty industry in many ways has done a disservice to men because they just kind of kind of assume that men don't care. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that a lot of men do care a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Well, before we dive too far into things, I'd love for you to introduce yourself in your own words. Tell us where you're from, where you're tuning in from. Um, I am tuning in from Brooklyn, New York right now, and I have lived in New York for about 17 years. I am originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, and yeah, I mean, I don't know what you, your intro was so amazing and so flattering. I don't know what else I can add to that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, I know that you have a naughty little pug. What's your naughty little oh, pug? Oh, yes. My naughty little pug's name is Elvira. I love um, She is in the other room right now because she somehow 
is has this sense whenever I get on any sort of Zoom call or phone call, she starts barking a lot, even though she's quiet oh all gosh. other times of day. Um, she that. doesn't. Elvira, she, that's her name. Elvira, yes. Like the like the Oak Ridge Boys song for her. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> she's named she's named after the you know the the kind of eighties goth queen. Yes. yes. Um, but that song, when yeah, I love that song, and yes, we played that song. for her quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, I love, it. I love a girl with a theme song, so that's awesome. Totally. <laughs> you need you you need a theme song. Right? I know you do. <laughs> Amazing. All right, well, tell us what does spring in Brooklyn smell like? Spring in Brooklyn smells like. I mean, I think there's this. My neighborhood is really cool because it's like, I live in Borum Hill and it's a very residential kind of area. Like it's your kind of traditional brownstone Brooklyn area. Um, and spring is interesting, especially right now, because a lot of, in the winter, you can smell like actual fires. Like people have fires in their fireplace and you can really smell that in the air all winter long. We have a, a working fireplace, which is, great and so spring is interesting because you can start to smell that kind of green crispness mm -hmm. but there's still that lingering kind of wintry vibe because right now it's march uh, it's late march the leaves aren't really budding yet mm -hmm. um it's still somewhat chilly so it's this interesting mix of like winter and like vegetation you get that sun, like, you know, I feel, I, I love the smell of sun. I love the, how that kind of like warmth kind of ozone-y smell. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of that coming in too, as it starts to get warmer. Oh, beautiful. Well, you just transported us all. That's amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> we all want to be in Brooklyn right now. That sounds awesome. Um, and I definitely miss it. So thank you for that. <laughs> Anyway, oh. there is like this actual feeling in the air when like you have like a nice sunny day leading into like warmer temperatures. We're like, oh, it's almost here. Yeah. <laughs> <We> made it. <laughs> it's so funny. There's a very specific, I don't, I'm not sure if this happens in other, in other places besides New York. I, I, I never noticed it growing up and maybe it was because we weren't walking as much as we do here. and We're not like out amongst all these people, but I feel like that first, 60 degree day in New York City is so funny because you have a certain amount of people like everyone comes out of their apartment yeah the streets are filled <laughs> everyone's people are, they're so happy everyone's stoked to be outside especially this year but you and but yet you have like certain people that are still in their like winter coats and hats you have some people that are like legitimately in tank tops and shorts <laughs> No, and then everywhere in, in between, you're like, there's no way, yes. there's no like. There's no fashion rule. norm. No, there's yeah. no rule. There's people that just really want to like strip off. Yeah. <laughs> it's All hilarious. I'm the girl that's still bundled up until it's like 70 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you have had such a successful career, my friend, um, and some incredible accolades, such covetable positions and amazing titles and publications and in following you I feel like you just epitomize one of my favorite quotes which is by James Mishner and it's the master in the art of living I'm gonna have to read it um it makes little distinction between his work and his play his labor and his leisure and then the whole quote is really beautiful but I'll just keep that short but anyway I do I feel like you just authentically 
just seem like you're just so full of life and enjoying every minute of what you're doing, but I know it can't be easy all the time to stay so creatively on. So how do you find inspiration? That's a really, thank you. That's really, that's really, I love that quote. I've never actually heard that before and it's It's really really cool. Yeah. I, you know, I think that what I love about my job and all of the jobs that I've had in my life, I think the through line for me and what keeps me going in them is that I just have this innate curiosity. You know, it's like I, I constantly want to know the answer to stuff. I'm constantly asking questions. I'm constantly kind of investigating. And I think that's an important quality for, you know, a journalist or an editor, or some, like anyone who's kind of covering or in like this kind of world, especially no matter whether it's health or, you know, finance or fashion or beauty or whatever it is, I think that if you don't have a curiosity, it's difficult. But I will say, you know, this year being inside and being away from people and it's been difficult to stay inspired because so much of what I love about my job is, and the way that I get a lot of ideas too, is just being out in the world and talking to people, overhearing people's conversations, observing people, like walking around New York or wherever I am and just looking at how people are dressed or what their, what their hair looks like, or, you know, what all of this kind of stuff. I mean, I think it's such an, my world is so observational and, you know, I, it could be as simple as being on the subway and hearing two people talking next to me and thinking like, you know, hearing someone ask, ask the other a question and being like, oh, that would be a great story to figure out the answer to that question, you know? So replicating that when you're stuck in your home (laughs) is really difficult. Um, (laughs) There's an adaptability with being ever curious, you know, because like the the curious nature in us is always searching out like how, how the world's changing. I agree. It's really hard to, um, because I'm a bit of a voyeur as well. I like to you know, just travel and meet people and talk to people. And uh, yeah, that's been, it's been definitely a very inward kind of transition that we've had to take a quietness, which has been been great, but I'm ready for something different. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm a very, like, I, I would classify myself as like an, an extroverted introvert in the sense that like, I can definitely turn on that, that kind of, engaging charming social aspect myself and it does come pretty naturally to me but if if left to my own devices I'm pretty quiet and I like to just kind of observe and sit back and listen to people and you know I think that that so I didn't I kind of underestimated how this time would affect me Um, Because at first I was like, this is great. Like, I don't have any pressure to go out to parties or events or whatever that I don't want to do. I could just stay home, like whatever, you know, all of that stuff. But then it it does, even if you're kind of comfortable in that setting, Mm -hmm. after a while, it definitely starts to become draining. No. You know? Yes. Yes. I know the end is in sight. It's going to be so exciting. Um, I know. It's going to be like just this big coming out party. It's going to be a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> I, I've been talking a lot to my friends about this. I think that it's going to, this summer is going to be wild. 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 What are you most? People are going to be. I, you know, 
so my husband and I got a car last summer and that was great. I mean, living in New York, having a car is like a total luxury. It's not necessary by any means. And we got it towards the end of last summer. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited just to be able to kind of go away and, you know, do things really super easily, like go upstate, go to the beach, go do all this kind of stuff that like, Usually, if you want to do it, you have to, like, plan, yes. you know? You have yes. to, like, rent a car or buy a train That's ticket insane. or yeah. <laughs> find somewhere, find a friend to drive you or whatever, you know? And it's, like, I'm I'm excited for that aspect of, like, the freedom that – and hopefully, you know, by then, by the summer, we'll be able to do more stuff, you Absolutely. know? But I think – I think the – I think being outside and being able to just go – I like that. That's going to be the theme of 2021 is freedom. Yeah. I'm going to get a freedom back. Mother nature stopped grounding us. We're allowed out of our rooms. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, back to your book. You talk so much in here again about wellness as, as also, you know, this important aspect to our health and our beauty. And so, um, you know, from your forest walks and gratitude journaling, and this notion of self-care is just kind of infused the whole way from beginning to end. So talk me through, and I'm sure that's helped you stay creative and sane <laughs> um, during this year, especially. What are some of your kind of go-to consistent self-care rituals that you really make a habit of? Oh, man. I mean, as someone that's super interested in this world and kind of wellness is such a big part of my life, I mean, I think that it's something that I'm constantly exploring. And, you know, the the point of the book, the reason that I I kind of have so many topics in the book is that self-care can be a lot of different things. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, I think people, when they think about self-care, they think about like, oh, taking a a 45-minute bath with candles and rose petals or meditating for, you know, an hour or whatever. And it, yeah, sure, it can be that stuff, but it can also be a lot of different things. And, you know, for me, like, you know, things like skincare and I have my kind of my Sunday wash routine where I like, you know, do all sorts of crazy stuff and scrub everything from head to toe and sit here with masks on every part of my body. And that's, that's, that's great. I love that. But you know, to be honest, one of the things that has really gotten me through this that I would have never really done before is exercise. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I played sports growing up. I would never consider myself super athletic. I will go through, I've gone through phases in my life where I was really into like spinning or, you know, so whatever fitness trend and then I would inevitably drop off and not work out for like an entire year and then get back into you know and I've been really consistent with working out um, through this whole thing I do it pretty much every day and it's really been helping me in a way that I didn't expect you know so that and then honestly this sounds really really basic but sleep sleep no it's it's not basic <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> I think I think sleep is such it's kind of the next frontier of wellness. I think everyone right now is very in tune to sleep. Mm-hmm. And this year specifically, like I think people have really started to really get into it because it's like you know, we finally all have the time to sleep, right? But 
I think, you know, even now, like when I, when I don't sleep well, it affects me immediately. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, so just getting a routine. And I also have, I have very, very, very vivid dreams and I always have them my entire life. Ooh. And it's so sometimes sleep, even if I go to bed early, I wake up like throughout the night because I'm like dreaming. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. It's really interesting. I have very vivid dreams and multiples a night. Whereas like, it's so funny. My husband never, ever remembers his dreams. So I'm pregnant and I'm having crazy vivid dreams throughout this pregnancy. And typically before, really? maybe like once a month, I'd have something that would be memorable and I'd wake up and like be laughing and tell my husband about it. But yeah, through pregnancy, it's like these weird vivid dreams. And it's not about like motherhood or anything really special and like all that sweet. It's like bizarre stuff. <laughs> interesting. That's cool. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. that's so interesting. I, I wonder if that's like a common thing. I think it must be, right? It's like probably something to do with the hormones. I don't know. Who knows? Blame it all on the Maybe. hormones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love I that. That's so true. And I think with sleep too, it's like um, we take for granted good sleep, like actual restful sleep. Because I'm, I'm someone, again, if I wake up in the middle of the night, my, my brain immediately starts going and then I'll be up for a couple hours and then try to go back to sleep. And it just, yeah. So I'm excited to continue to hear how that kind of trend will progress because I think we all need it yeah amazing I mean I am I am curious like I think that this time has been we've all learned a lot about ourselves mm -hmm. through this period right in terms of self-care and what we like and what we don't and what works for us you know and but in having this kind of like time to do that is you know on on the positive side it's pretty much a luxury it to is. be able to have almost like a year long time out where we really can like kind of engage with these kind of modalities of self care. What's interesting to me and for both my personal life and also just in general, in terms of the culture, how we're going to keep those lessons once we move out back into a more open society, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting because it, you know, it really has kind of become an ingrained habit now because it's been a year. Um, yeah. yeah. I agree. How, how these new norms will kind of would like fizzle out or will it be this like ingrained new kind of social norms? It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I also loved what you said about exercise. I've always thought and oftentimes remind myself, you know, cause that's typically something that'll fall off for me, but it is so important that if you can't get out of your head, get into your body and it's such a good stress relief and oftentimes just like a good release, even inspirationally, totally. you're just like so stuck in your head and then you finally, you know, have a great yoga session or something and a good fix. So brilliant. Yeah. Well, so music along with scent has always been one of my favorite transportive art forms. And since we still aren't quite able to freely or widely travel just yet, we are asking our guests to send us their favorite tunes. The playlist will be available on our St. Rose Spotify. And Garrett, yours is so good. So for those listening, be sure to check it out. Uh, and so to end, I thought we could play a little game to let us all travel through the sensorial art form of music. I'm going to call out a few of the tracks from your playlist, and then you'll tell us where it takes you. And this can be past, present, future, a place, a person, or even something abstract, like a feeling. Are you ready? Yes, I'm, I'm ready. All right. Jolene by Dolly Parton. Uh, Jolene. I 
so I grew up in North North Carolina and we had a house, a mountain house, right on the Tennessee border in the mountains. How beautiful. And yeah, it was wonderful. And my dad's family is from the Shenandoah Valley up in Virginia. And so mountains have always been a very I've always felt very at home in the mountains and I just love that. But I also just I mean, it's Dolly Parton. Like how can you not love Dolly Parton? I know, right? I want it, Dolly. Um but I I've also I've always had this kind of innate connection to, you know, country music and bluegrass and kind of that kind of sound. Um, it just affects me so deeply. And so I that that riff, that guitar in yes. that song, it's so like I can hear a couple chords and like I immediately start to like I have I have this very like physical reaction to that. Oh, I love that. I'm I'm yeah. with I like old school country a lot. So like Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton. I don't necessarily yeah. resonate with like the more modern poppy country, but like I really love some bluegrass. So yeah, amazing. Me too. Okay, and this one I also really love. This '90s throwback is so good because the night Ten Thousand Maniacs. Uh. It's- Specifically, the unplugged version from yes. the unplugged M- MTV show, which is I don't know, like you know, I I grew up, I was, I grew up in the '90s, and so that TV show was very important mm-hmm. for a lot of for a lot of us. And that song, like I just I remember the first time that I heard it, which was I was coming back from Boy Scout camp. And I was in the backseat of of someone's car. I don't remember whose car it was, but it like, it came on the radio and we were like driving down this dirt road, like leaving Boy Scout camp. And I hated Boy Scout camp. So I was so thrilled to be going home. And there, there was just something about that song that just really got to me. And I just like became obsessed with it. That had been probably in middle school if I was at Boy Scout camp. So yeah, I, I mean, it's just- middle school. and I you know I've always I've always been very into I mean you'll notice from the list it's like a lot of I I love this kind that kind of like Lilith Fair female song singer songwriter yeah that whole vibe is just very much like my go-to music that just I love same there's it's really hard for any new tracks to like bump any off the list you know it's like i totally. like i have an appreciation but you're still not going to take my top fave so totally. all right totally. next and and speaking of amazing you can't hurry love the supremes <laughs> um so that and then i also there's the the dixie chick or the chicks version which is also very good but that's the original and so i that song is my one of my all-time favorites and it's so funny my roommates from my freshman year of college like loved to make fun of me because I went through I don't even know what it was I was like I had a crush on someone and they didn't like me back and I was like really depressed about it and I literally played that song on repeat for like weeks (laughs) straight and was just like dancing around my room like trying to like cheer myself up and like I don't know it's like another I mean the songs that I have on this list that are my kind of my ultimate favorites, I can't always put a like a finger on why I love it so much. There's something about the tune or the song or the voices that just like they just get me, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And I, I do, I, I don't know if you have like scents that take you back to chapters in your life that like 
you know, I could name every little chapter of my life based off of a certain fragrance I was wearing at the time. And I think music is the same way. So I love that. All right. And then so glad you put this on there. I have to end with this one. Rhiannon Fleetwood Mac. I am just such a Stevie Nicks fan. Mm -hmm. I'm like everything. I mean, I, I told Claire when I emailed her the list, I like literally could have done the entire 10 songs just from Stevie Nicks songs. Um, and it actually was harder for me to not do that. But I just, that for me isn't a moment. It's more just like a feeling. And her voice is just so powerful yes. to me. And just the story, I've always been very into like mythology. And I actually, it was funny, I, I just read for the second time, this unauthorized biography of um, Stevie Nicks called Goldust Woman that Ooh. came out a couple years ago. Yeah, oh it's very good. Okay. It's good. And it's like basically about her life and whatever. And it talks a lot about Rhiannon and how Rhiannon, she, when she wrote the song, she didn't even know, she just heard the name and like came up with this whole story in her head about who this Rhiannon was. But it turns out she found out years later that it's actually Rhiannon was an actual Celtic or Welsh goddess. Oh, um, and yeah, and it's like so she somehow had this instant spiritual connection to this like this story, and without even knowing it, and it's something that followed her through her whole life, and you know everything. And I actually read after I read the biography of her, I read the it's called the um, Mabinot. Mabinogian, which is basically like a, a book of Welsh and Celtic myth, like mythology. Oh, um, anyway, so like there's just something about the darkness and her voice and kind of yes. the the movement of the story. And I just like, I go to this like celestial kind of place immediately. Every Fleetwood Mac song, the lyrics are just so powerful. You know, it's like know. the music's beautiful, but then also the lyrics are just so magical. And it doesn't love Stevie. Well, anytime I meet a Rhiannon, have you met a Rhiannon in real life? I'm like, your mom's really cool because yeah. she actually loves Stevie Nicks because you're a Rhiannon. Totally, <laughs> totally. There is, I've, I've met two in my life. One, I actually worked with when I was an assistant at W. She was a, one of the stylist assistants. She was great. And then I actually went on my birthday a couple of years ago. Stevie played at um, Madison Square Garden. And so we went for my birthday and oh. it was amazing. And the woman next to me, it was me and my husband. And it, there were two women that sat next to us that we didn't know. And we're talking to them and it was a mother daughter and they had come in from somewhere and the daughter's name was Rihanna. The mother had named her after Rihanna. <laughs> awesome. And I was like, damn, you guys are, are fans. Yeah, dance for life. I mean, yeah. I, I learned how to dance from Stevie. Did you? Totally. I mean, just, like, I mean, like, just twirling around. Twirling, just... yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my preferred way of dancing, too. It's just totally. Spinning. It doesn't even matter what genre, <laughs> that's all you're going to get from me. So. <laughs> totally. Well, thanks so much for sharing and allowing us to travel a little bit with you. Again, for anyone listening, be sure to check out Garrett's entire playlist, which is live now on our Spotify, and we will link it in our show notes as well. Well, you are magical. Thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like I can talk to you forever, always, every time. Yeah. So to be continued, but you're the best. Thank you so much. Well, 
Thank you so much. This has been lovely. Just like I love chatting with you too. And I, I feel the same way. We could just do this for hours. Right. <laughs> we continued. You've just heard the St. Rose podcast. St. Rose is a conscious luxury brand rooted in the art of nature. Born in Australia and crafted in New York, we create aromatic rituals at the intersection of beauty and wellness. For more information on St. Rose, visit us online at saint-rose.com and follow us on Instagram 